0: Incredible and exciting stock market update for this week. Grab your hats, you're going to love this one. So, where are we on this? Well, first and foremost, let's look at how expensive companies are. Red is bad, green is good for the uh, simple minded. I thought I better explain that. Share price, that's the share price relative to the profits the company is expected to make, okay, or PE. Forward earnings, right now. What does that mean? That means you're paying forty dollars for every projected dollar in profits Amazon's expected to make. Is that cheap? Is it expensive? How do you know? Well, for Exxon Mobil, you're only paying ten dollars for every dollar of future profits it's expected to make, and for J.P. Morgan, you're only paying nine dollars fifty. So you might as well say that's cheaper. But Amazon, as I've explained before. Incredibly incredible company. So is Tesla, maybe more so than ExxonMobil and JP Morgan. And so Tesla, which is inventing time machines, may well be cheap at 54 multiples. So it's not the only way to measure things. But as you can see, green, good, red, bad, all right for the simpler people. And it's a mixed bag out there. So lots of reasons to be positive, lots of reasons to be negative, as is often the case in the markets and politics. So I'm going to go through a whole bunch of stocks to tell you which ones I like, what I'm buying, holding or selling and what the market thinks. Now to do that I've looked at value, growth, income. Uh, I've not just ticked one box, I tick every single box. Cash flow, as you know, companies have balance sheets, they have cash flow statements, they have PL accounts. So we want to look at all of those. And I've gone through 10,000 stocks, which could be in my pension in order to do it. And then I've simplified it, right? So I've looked at momentum because we know that's relevant to future stock price movements. I've looked at Sortino, which is the average return versus the downside risk of missing it. Alpha, the outperformance of the market, and a bunch of other factors as well. So that's going to go into all the analysis you are about to see, my friends, okay? How's last week's performance been? Well, it's been fairly good and surprisingly so, better than I thought it was going to be. Energy has done pretty badly, so has pretty much everything else other than tech. Consumer cyclicals are doing well. You might think that's a bit odd. Well, it's because, and cyclicals are those things we don't really need, okay? So they're not like toilet roll, which we need, or food. Uh, uh, Cyclicals uh, are the ones which basically, you're going to buy if you've got more money in your pocket. Well, the market's thinking if interest rates have stopped rising in the US, people are going to have more money in their pocket (laughs) and therefore they should do well. So that's bumped up a little bit over there. Exchange traded funds or index trackers. The Brazilian index tracker continues to do well. I first recommended this, I think it was in the year 2000, uh, in in a talk I was giving in London. Anyway, exchange traded fund performance one month. Nothing else really stands out. Again, some of the Uh, consumer cyclicals. ITB is the ticker symbol. You can look that up. I'm not sure which one that is anyway. Uh, So there we go. What I really want to focus on is this. The NASDAQ is up 42% pretty much this year. It peaked at 44% in July. So we're back up to July levels and so quickly we did it. Look at that. We did it when we thought we wouldn't. And the S&P 500 is up 14% nearly 19% at its peak in July. Now, those who are on my Great Investments Program, and have a look at com forward slash links if you're not, those who are on my Great Investments Program or my approved list uh, and started in July. Well, if they were NASDAQ heavy, their pensions have pretty much doubled in the case of some. That's not typical, okay? And in the case of others, they've gone up about double that number uh, as well. So they've been having a good year. That is not a typical year. It is not typical that the markets do this and also I did not expect such a strong year for the markets in January of this year. So there we go. But we set ourselves up with the kind of stocks we pick that if the markets do well we'll do better. Now just a bit of an overlap. Uh, with some of the things I've said. Top 10 S&P 500 stocks over the past month. These are not picks. They're not buys. I don't believe I own any of them. But I might look into some of these just in terms of special situations to see if any will tick my box of value, growth, income, cash flow, uh, and should be in my pension. The 350 largest UK companies and how they are. Well, that's them over there. And that's how they've done. Again, I'll have a look to see if any should belong in my Pension based on are they undervalued? Are they showing high growth? Are they developing, um, are they doing strong cash flow uh, and so on? Okay, now S&P 500, the most important thing you've got to zoom into and realize is we are in a downward trend there and a downward channel. Until we get a breakout to the upside, you cannot afford to get too excited with this. And the reason for that is uh, uh, because in the past, whenever we've had this downward channel, okay what's happened is the price can move up and then it moves back down it did it here all right did it here then came down did it here and then came down a bit until we get a breakout and even when you get a breakout you'll fall back to that uh resistance becomes support before you actually get the move up but i'm a little bit more confident and positive than i've been in a while and this monthly macd i don't use it the way the textbooks do is in that direction this is falling uh in that direction so that's positive uh but of course That's not to say things can't just dip down. They could easily do that. It could be like this still. You know, we could get this rise and then we go there. So you could have this move up, which is where we are, and we could go back down there. And that's the worry. Are we like this time frame here? I don't think we are. I don't think we are. Particularly because November tends to be very strong, okay, as a month. Uh, so those bad things might happen in January or February where they're more inclined to happen. Uh, so for the moment, I'm a little bit more positive with the FTSE 100 expecting that, I'm afraid. Sorry. Uh, with Apple, now, the decision has been, as I've said before, do I buy, hold or sell? Now, because I already own some, well, I'm certainly not selling, as I've said Uh, Because I already own some, it's really between hold and buy. And I'll tell you my views. And if I didn't hold some, I'd definitely buy more. At the moment, I have bought more, as you know, from my broadcasts. Uh, on telegram and on youtube so i haven't just held the ones i've got i've actually bought more and i think that base is there this is now starting to move upwards more importantly i think this will go like that and this will go upwards. so that's weekly and monthly momentum on the macd that's the macd if you want to learn more about all of this just alpespatel.com forward slash links anyway Okay, and in terms of what the analysts think, this is what the analysts think in terms of return potential. Uh, that's the current price. That's where the average is of where we think we're going. So there's that. Alphabet, again, buy or hold uh, Apple's strategy. Well, I think there's less to the upside in the immediate short term, uh, but I would do the Apple strategy with this as well, the strategy that I just said, which is buy more. Um, but continue to hold what you've got. If you don't hold anything, Uh, Buy some, and if you already hold it, uh, uh, you could always top it up if you're more risk-loving like I am with Alphabet. With Microsoft, definitely I have bought more last week, as you know, and I'm more than happy to buy more because I think there's a lot more to the upside to come from this, which is the monthly MACD, Measure of Momentum. I don't use it the way textbooks do. And this as well, uh, let alone everybody's buying this bloody thing. Okay, so that's one where I am. And I made a note earlier. um, There's proof I will. I've made a note. I will do a video on uh, two times leverage Microsoft and whether you should use a CFD on it, which is all high risk. This is not investment advice. All investing is risky, so be aware of that. Uh, but this is most definitely in my pension and why I've bought more Microsoft for my pension. And I might actually put that in, why I bought more. I'll do a video of that for my pension. Okay, so there'll be a video on that coming up as well. So keep an eye out for that. It's not individual advice for you. It's just to give you an insight and an education Uh, on how I look at things and why I look at them the way I do. Amazon, I bought more, as you know, okay, after this break. Because, I see, initially, I didn't know whether it was going to go down. So I didn't sell, as you know. And I bought more. And if I didn't own, I'd buy more. And I think that's where it is. And the banks love it, uh, which is neither here nor there for me. And the fundamentals still look very strong for me, as I explained earlier. And this is what I think will happen with this. So uh, uh, I'm going to do MSFT and... Amazon on that one okay and we'll do a little video explaining that right so that's Amazon now with Disney would I buy more well it might be a special situation it's more high risk and I think I might do yeah I'm gonna do a Disney special situation to see if this move which I thought was gonna happen in January okay which was gonna give a hundred percent return has just transposed itself to here thanks to the actor strike and is now gonna happen now All right, and certainly JP Morgan thinks it's a buy on all of these. Higher risk, not individual advice for you, but that's where I'm looking at. Can I get a 100% return on Disney in a year or two? So I'm going to do that as a special situation. Now with NVIDIA, again, all-time highs over there, and you can see that. But it's overbought. So really the worry is if I hold it, which I do, then if it drops 10%, I might sell 10%. If it drops 20%, I might sell 30%, and so on. You've got to balance the risk and reward with that one i'm afraid just because of those uh concerns just keeping an eye on the markets uh, at the same time i do all of this so there's your nvidia uh And Tesla, as you know, I sold out when it fell off this because I don't like the volatilities. I know for the long term it's going to go to the moon, probably in its own little rocket. Uh, But for now, uh, I'm more risk-averse on Tesla than others. But others will say, oh, that's oversold, Alpesh, that's got all this way to go. And they're absolutely right. And indeed, it will. I just don't like the volatility in between. It's just a personal thing. But for the rest of you, if you had it, I wouldn't object to you having it. Okay, Meta, just a bit worried it's getting too close to its highs and the upsides are a bit more limited, given the massive rises out. Now remember we didn't get in at the bottom there, we got in here in January. Uh, and it's just looking a bit toppy and my worry is it could do what it did here, which is it just sort of goes sideways. But you know, I'd buy if I didn't hold already, and I'm continuing to hold what I've already bought. That should be clear. Service now, which I already own as well. Well, I think we're looking very attractive on this, and that's where we're looking to go on that. The banks love it as well. Uh, and again, it's the Apple strategy for that one as well. Okay, Cisco Systems. Bit sideways. Bit sideways. Bit disappointing. Um, but that's what I thought was going to happen. It's not at the moment. So we just wait and we'll watch my, I do these broadcasts twice a week, remember? So do subscribe to YouTube and uh, follow me on there. Netflix, well, that's, now the reason I look at Netflix is because it's in the public domain. I don't own Netflix, okay, just so you know. Uh, uh, and let's just keep an eye I think it's very educational. It's one that people like. It's the kind that you want to teach your kids on and how to look. And I think it may well do that, so that's my worry, that we might go sideways for a while. But let's see, that's the special situations projection I did, which is it would go up to there. So I think that's the most likely thing, because that's the projection I've done, and all the banks are behind it. And then eventually, once it goes up to there, I'll probably fall off a cliff yet again, uh, because they'll get complacent and stop making quality products. right? So, so we are with Netflix. Have a look at my campaign for a million. Don't forget to subscribe to all my channels to get more of these insights. And reach out to me through alpespadol.com for us links. We evaluate people's portfolios as well for free. So have a look at on there regarding that. Thank you all very much. And to all the people who followed me who are on my program and have got those great returns this year, you're welcome, but I didn't... I mean, it's not a typical year. Don't get complacent. Don't think I've got some magic wand where I can get those kinds of uh, massive returns every year. The market did well and we just followed our process. So thank you all very much.